This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. What? President Trump has received a target letter from the Department of Justice stating that they intend and are likely looking at an indictment of President Trump for January 6th. Where have we heard this before? Who could have predicted that they would be looking at an indictment for Trump over January 6th? We've been telling you about this for months at this point. We've brought Julie Kelly on to tell you about this. And as I said, a turning point action over the weekend in West Palm Beach, I will say here again, The plan is not just to indict and convict Trump over January 6th in Washington, D.C. That's just step one. Step two, ladies and gentlemen, is to take that conviction and then parade it around in every single one of the 50 states where he is on the ballot and try to strike him from the ballot. They're trying to strip him from the ballot. They are preemptively meddling in our elections. This is the two-track plan to stop Donald Trump from winning the presidency once again. The first is to defeat him conventionally through the primary. We've seen that has completely failed. It's over. It's done. The primary has been over for a long time at this point. Number two unconventionally. This is unconventional warfare against the American people. This is unconventional warfare against the national populist movement. This is unconventional warfare against who we are as a nation. We are not a republic anymore. We are living through an era of regime politics. And the moment you understand that and accept that is the moment that you can understand where we are and what time it is. You have to know what part of the movie you're in. This is the part where it looks like they're going to take out the good guy. And if they do, strip him from the ballot. I said it on stage over the weekend. I'm not afraid to say it because it is not a... It's not what I want. It's not what I desire. But it's what I believe is the most likely outcome. That if you strip Donald Trump from the ballot, it will blow this country apart. It will tear this country apart at the seams. 1776 will commence. This is the insanity that they are willing to go through just to prevent a guy 
from being able to stand in a legitimate, free and fair election. We've already seen how they threw all the rules out the window in 2020 and state after state counting ballots that never should have been counted. And then they say Joe Biden's the winner. And we say, what, what about all those rules you broke? We don't care. What about the laws that you broke? We don't care because Joe Biden has to be the winner. Arizona, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Do you understand? And I'll just say it, folks. Are you paying attention yet? Two sources confirmed to NBC News that former President Donald Trump received a letter from special counsel Jack Smith this week informing him that he is the target of a federal investigation into efforts to overturn the legitimate results of the 2020 election. Those efforts include, but are not limited to, the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. Although a target letter does not definitively mean a person will be charged, in most cases, it is a precursor to an indictment. Joyce Vance, tell us why this is so significant. Well, it's particularly significant in this case, Joe. It's correct that in a normal situation when prosecutors send out a target letter, it means that they anticipate that they're about to charge that individual. In a high-profile matter like this, okay, I can't you can take be it. certain... I can't, I, can't, I can't take any more of regime politics. Uh, Brother Posobiec, I think, lays it out pretty clearly, uh, except I disagree with one central element. They're not going to wait for a conviction. On the indictment itself, they're going to go and try to take him off the ballot in 50 states. This is the election interference. Wednesday, 19 July, the year of our Lord, 2023. There are no coincidences on um, they come at Trump. Isn't it interesting? Just what, a day before um, they're going to have this historic screening in Bedminster of Sound of Freedom. And all the kind of many of the uh, leaders or or people that are pulling together to put together a war council to stop this uh, epidemic of uh, trafficking of uh, women and particularly trafficking of children worldwide, but particularly into the United States uh, for sex uh, is uh, are coming together. The Jim Caviezel's of the world, the Tim Ballard's, the Eduardo's Vestigay from Mexico. Uh, and we're going to be doing, thanks to Real America's Voice and also Jason Miller and the team to help put this together, we'll be doing live coverage. Uh, from Pasobic, I'll start at 2. We'll pick it back up with 4. Subject to my uh, arrival, uh, Natalie will be anchoring the 4 o'clock. I'll be there for the 5 o'clock. So we'll have at least 3 hours of this. And then we're going to have a, um, special interviews in our 6 o'clock hour with all the leading participants. So uh, a full day of that, then the, the, sh- the film tonight, and we'll have more footage tomorrow. But on the day that happens, uh, they're coming at Trump uh, from many, many different angles. And, uh, you know, for, for uh, Jack, when he lays that like it's a film where they're coming for the good guy, they ain't taking the good guy out in this one. The pushback has already been intense. It's going to get a lot more intense. Uh, we got a lot to talk about on, we got polling, we have a lot of discussion on Congress, what's going on, um, just a, a lot happening today, we're going to get it all in. I want to start with Natalie Winters. Natalie, first, uh, and, and uh, the biggest news in the last couple of hours has nothing to do with this. Uh, Putin responded to taking out the bridge in Crimea, and he took out today in the missile attack. That was our first one. In fact, if we can get the other Odessa footage, I jumped in there because I couldn't take any more MSNBC. Uh, if you, um, 
he took out all the grain facilities. You know, he kind of canceled the grain export deal, but he really canceled it overnight uh, with a, a missile strike into Odessa and took out all the, it looks like took out all or much of the grain infrastructure to send a message. The Wall Street Journal is reporting. Remember, we've been doing specials with Birch Gold about the road to Durban, this Durban pact, et cetera, with the BRICS. Wall Street Journal is reporting right now. I don't know if I've gotten it to Denver or not, but they're reporting, and Harnwell will be here at 11, that Putin is not going to travel to Durban because he's afraid of being arrested. Uh, we'll drill down on all that uh, because now with the grain out, you're about to hear some uh, real tremors, particularly in Europe, the Middle East, Africa. Uh, about the situation with grain, and it, this is the we've warned people about this escalation, and the Biden regime just continues to happy talk. You know, it's last night another 1.3 billion dollar deal is being cut. The House can't even force him to the uh, force Biden to come forward the War Powers Resolution or even a a strategy paper on what we're doing here. And this thing's going to escalate. It's metastasizing and it's going to get out of control. The Spring Offensive is a disaster uh, for the Ukrainians. That's essentially halted. All the hype we had on that uh, didn't go anywhere. Have reports now of Ukrainian young men that are um, terrorized, even going outside because they're going to be conscripted, sent to the front with like a week's training into the Charnel House. I want to have, uh, we're going to have Natalie. Natalie, great job yesterday. But today, they had this timeline. One o'clock, there's going to be more hearings. I think oversight. As you know, War Room is not exactly excited about these hearings, the, the, the preparation form, how top and Comer runs and goes on Fox all the time. And look, he seems like a nice guy, and I'm sure they're trying to do their best. But they put up a timeline last night, fairly rudimentary, I would say, for a staff that's supposed to, why don't they staff up like Democrats? A fairly rudimentary timeline. Uh, I want everybody to see that, if we can put it up. I want your comments, Natalie, and... It's just they're not staffed up. They haven't hired killers. They've got plenty of money. The Democrats do it. Obviously, the judiciary oversight and weaponization, the three big committees just don't have just don't have the resources. Natalie Winters, your, your, your thoughts and observations. Sure. Uh, we definitely don't need nice guys. We need cold, hard killers. And I just don't think that we're seeing that from House Republicans. If they had one ten thousandth. Uh, of the tenacity and fervor that the establishment has when it comes to going after Donald Trump, the Bidens would be in jail because the evidence that we actually have and that we've been talking about for years now is actually criminal, unlike the bogus charges that they have, you know, really weaponized against Donald Trump. But the timeline that they put together, I mean, like I told you, it really reads like a plagiarized high school project. I mean, I'm glad for people who are just coming to the story. They now, instead of a strongly worded letter, have now a timeline to go through the story of Biden corruption. But the first date on the timeline is the date in 2009 when the Biden or rather when the Obama administration took over power. That's not really an exclusive piece of information. Uh, I think we wanted this committee, the Weaponization Committee, of course, too, but specifically oversight to really get to the bottom of the financial transactions, the personnel, the people, uh, the wire transfers, not just with the Chinese Communist Party, but with a host of countries, conveniently all the countries that Joe Biden was put uh, on assignment to really work on, of course, Ukraine being one of the leading ones in addition to China. 
But I just don't think that you see really the resolve from House Republicans to go after. Like I said, we want to produce the evidence because we know it exists that will lead to convictions or at least indictments against these people, not just timelines with cool graphics. Uh, they have a hearing today, I will say the, the, the one glimmer of hope um, is that today at 1 p.m. Oversight's going to hold a hearing uh, with the IRS whistleblowers. And that's a sort of different hearing than what I think we've seen in the past, because this isn't just people talking about, you know, second or third hand testimony, or even in some cases, just a press conference from the members themselves. But these are people with primary knowledge um, of the corruption, of the intimidation tactics that the Biden regime is using to cover up what really is one of the largest scandals, I think, in modern political history. Uh, certainly, we need more than a timeline uh, to really get to the bottom of it. I, I hope they have some tricks up their but, sleeve, but I don't know if they do. But but here's the thing. You've got this, uh, and they clearly did it in a, in a hurry. Something happened for Jack Smith to send that over on a Sunday afternoon, right? Some, we know something happened that got them jumping, right? They've got this, uh, at least what ABC's reporting is in the indictment, isn't even dealing, I guess, with their fantasy of this insurrection or stopping a government proceeding, all these things that they've been pushing. It's some, you know, it's this theoretical thing they're talking about, a gov- I guess, a government um, uh, event. But it looks like it's kind of slapped together, but they know how to weaponize even when they have nothing. Here we have everything. I thought about this last night going through it, and this is just not acceptable. The timeline, and they're pushing out, like, this is our big thing. Natalie Winters, in her sleep, could have given me something literally 10 times better than this as a first cut. And you know how we work, Natalie. You and I were talking about it. I said, hey, let's do this, but bing, let's cut this. They've got, like, things in there, like the Romania. They've got these long speeches and not even clips that get to the point. It's amateur. Let me be blunt. It's just amateurish. Where's the staff... Where's the money? Where are the killers? This is just not acceptable. And Comer running over at Fox News all the time and bidee, 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 and giving it new updates, it doesn't work. It's not working. We know we have whistleblowers. The things driving this are people in the government actually come forward and, and risking everything. We need stone-cold killers just like the Democrats have. And they're out there. Why are these staffs not hiring them? Why are the permanent staffs not bringing in additional people? On weaponization, what's Jim Jordan doing? What's Karma doing? They're nice guys. They're very nice people. They're good men. We need hard, tough, cold-hearted men and women right now. It's not acceptable. Short break. Now he's going to stick with us through the break. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, 
more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. The leader of our party, and Donald Trump is going to beat Joe Biden in 2024 for a second time. Why are they doing everything they can to prevent him from being on the ballot in 2024? I'll tell you why. Because Donald Trump will win in 2024, and the left just, they're, they're scared. Let's bring in our chief congressional correspondent, Manu Raju. He's up on Capitol Hill. Manu, you got some colorful language there from the congressman. What more are you hearing from Republican lawmakers? Yeah, Republicans are trying to plot exactly how to respond to the news that Donald Trump could potentially face his third criminal indictment. You've seen actions taken already in the other indictments, including going after the prosecutor in New York over the first Trump indictment and then trying to ask for his testimony, as well as seeking records from Jack Smith himself as part of the classified records probe. And now there's calls from some on the hard right to defund the special counsel's investigations Altogether, That includes coming from Congressman Matt Gates, who said that he planned to introduce a bill to go after the special counsel's investigation. And I just caught up with Congressman Byron Donalds, another one of Donald Trump's prominent allies on Capitol Hill. And he indicated that it may be time to go after the Justice Department's funding when it comes time to fund the government. This is outrageous, and Jack Smith is out of control. What we are looking at while we're dealing with appropriations is some of the dollars that are going to the relevant agencies, because if the Department of Justice is going to have a two-tier system about how they choose to investigate and prosecute, then maybe they don't need that much money. Now, all of this is seen by Democrats as a blatant way to interfere. Let me have this. Um, Okay, there's there's a firestorm up on the Hill. Remember... Pasopic, the only thing you got wrong, they're not going to wait for a conviction. On the indictment, they're going to move, and they got money in the 50 states to strip uh, Trump off the ballot. So that's the next big fight. Uh, Natalie, um, today at 1 o'clock is these whistleblowers. This should be pretty explosive. You're on your way to uh, Bedminster. You're going to be anchoring the 4 o'clock on the, on the Sound of Freedom. Any final concluding thoughts? You've probably done more original investigation into this, uh, into the Biden crime syndicate, and particularly the relationship and the connections with the Chinese Communist Party than any individual in the nation's capital or the country. Uh, Your thoughts before you uh, hit the road, before you bounce. Sure. I think what I would like to say to Representative Comer and Steve, you know full well what it's like to be the target of the administrative state, probably second only to Donald J. Trump. But of course, look to members like Congressman Matt Gates, even MTG, Boebert, people who really have faced the wrath of the establishment, whether it's the Ethics Committee, indictments, you name it, investigations. And the real tell, I think, Steve, that this committee is not really doing anything. Yeah, sure, they've been subject to a few hit pieces from the mainstream media. But until James Comer gets the same treatment, like actual fighters in Congress, people like Matt Gates, 
that committee is entirely performative because if they actually were getting too close, right, getting close to the Achilles heel of the administrative state, which is Hunter Biden and all of his corrupt business dealings with Kazakhstan, Romania, Ukraine, the Chinese Communist Party, they would be waging full-blown, full-scale warfare against Comer and all the members on that committee, but they seem to just be skating by. So I, I have hope, cautious optimism for this hearing today. Like I said, we have actually primary source people who have firsthand knowledge of the corruption and intimida intimidation tactics that the Biden regime is using. But we're many months into this Congress, and we need to be a heck of a lot further than just some timeline uh, that'll fade into oblivion when this, you know, 118th Congress is over, or 119th. Natalie, where do people go for your uh, social media? Uh, Natalie G. Winters on all platforms, and we will see you at 4 p.m. today live from Bedminster. Uh, Natalie, thanks, and thanks for getting up there. Jack Posobiec live at 2. Natalie Winters will pick it back up at 4 o'clock uh, for the Worm special expanded uh, broadcast day. Thanks to Real America's Voice and the great team um, of uh, Parker Sig, uh, Rob Sig, and, and Harry, all the team uh, up there to set up. Uh, and Natalie be at 4. I'll be there hopefully during the show. Natalie, if not, I'll be there at 5 to take the baton from you. But we got Caviezel, Tim Ballard, Eduardo, Carrie Lake will be there, Caroline Run, tons of, of folks uh, talking about this, uh, this movement to eradicate this epidemic. Uh, Natalie, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Congressman uh, Eric Burleson joins us from Missouri. Congressman, first off, the folks in Missouri, this, we love getting congressmen on because we love talking about their constituents, and there can't be any better patriots, greater patriots out there than your district. W what's their sense of where this whole thing is right now, the Biden regime, the attacks on Trump. Just just give us a sense of your district and, and where the folks' heads are at right now. Yeah, my district is, is full of patriots. It's a red district, and people are frustrated. I'm frustrated. I think... Uh, we, we, I can, and I can explain to them that we are working as hard as we can within the oversight committee, but to, to investigate what the, this Biden crime family has done. But I think we need more resources. You know, I, I'm a freshman, but these are the kind of things that I'm asking for. So I, don't, I mean, I don't know exactly how this place works, but what's clear to me is that when the Democrats were in charge and they were investigating, they brought in the troops. They brought in all of these former attorneys to, to come in to prosecute and to investigate. And I think that we need to do more. Do you, talk, give us a heads up. Today at 1 o'clock, one of the things that's, that's shocking to people is you have, I mean, it looks like just bald-faced lies from the Justice Department and the FBI. And I think even low-information voters and moderates and people just don't pay attention to the news is now starting to break through that something must be deeply wrong. This afternoon at 1 and I know Real America's Voice is going to be going in and out of the coverage of this. You guys have another hearing today. And in this, you've got another, and I believe it's an FBI special agent is now coming forward with the IRS. Just give us, tell us what you anticipate today happening at the, uh, at the hearing. So I think it'll be enlightening because you're going to hear from people that are not Republicans. These are, these are individuals, one of them even claims to vote Democrat, that they're just they were sick into their stomach uh, about how they were treated, how their investigation was blocked, the fact that any everybody else in their long history and their careers 
that did these same crimes is serve jail time. I mean, Wesley Snipes served three years in prison for less than what Hunter Biden did. And so uh, their, their testimony about how they were slow walked by Leslie Wolf, she specifically denied access to interviews. She denied access to, um, she said that you can't get a warrant to the Biden, you know, the, the residence uh, in the guest house of where Hunter was staying. And then she tipped off the Biden attorneys before they they actually got the warrant to search his storage unit. Like to me, this is this is absolutely unacceptable. And what I want to see happen, the actions I want to take, is I want to use the Holman rule to cut the salary of someone like Leslie Wolf, who is a, who is betraying our country. So you want to go, if the facts are there, I mean, you want to go on offense. You've got Gates, you've got Byron Donalds, you have others up there right now saying, hey, look, we ought to be in appropriations trying to defund a lot of this stuff. And even Gates is saying he's going to put forth legislation to defund uh, Jack Smith because he thinks that's out of control. Where's your, where's your head on this? And as importantly, where are the people in your district's head on all of this, uh, this DOJ, FBI situation with the Bidens and also against Trump? Yeah, I think the American people are frustrated. They see that it's a two-tier justice system. The, and, I, and I'm fully in agreement with Matt Gates. I'm going to co-sponsor the bill that he's suggesting because I do think that we can't just let this continue. This cannot, people cannot get away with what they're doing to the American people, what they've been doing to conservatives, how they've been using their powers to silence and then investigate and then to, uh, to try to invoke fear into the hearts of conservatives um, is just, it's really un-American and it cannot, we can't tolerate it. So to me, whenever I talk to other members of Congress that have been here for a while and I, and I say, what are we going to actually do to stop, to, to correct this? Their response, Steve, is, well, we're going to fix it in the FISA whenever we reauthorize FISA. And that's great. <laughs> I think that we do oh, need to do that. Yeah, that's I think not, we need to do yeah. that. But in my opinion, yeah. heads need to roll. That's, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Congressman, can you hang here for one second? We're going to we're, we're playing a tribute to uh, American music. We want to hold you through the break. Congressman Eric Burleson from Missouri 7 is with us. We're, he's on the Oversight Committee. We're take a short break uh, today. We have this ju- month of July is pride in our country, pride in old glory, pride in the flag. We're going to have uh, battle hymn of the republic. We're going to go out with that. We're going to come back in the next slot. we got uh, Mark Mitchell from Rasmussen. We have Eric Burleson, and we have Alex DeGrasse with the new map for Congress in Alabama. We're going to get to all of it uh, next in the war room. Of his terrible swift sword, his truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Fires of a hundred circling caps They have builded him an altar In the evening dews and damps I can read his righteous sentence By the dim and flaring lamps His day is marching
him be jubilant my feet our God is marching on glory glory when's the last time you checked the legal title to your home why because most victims of home title theft don't know they're a victim until it's too late like this homeowner check this out she was getting ready for a home remodel when everything got shut down. She discovered her property wasn't in her name anymore. She was a victim of a devastating crime called home title theft. A criminal had forged the deed to her home and took over as the new owner. Now she's fighting back to get her home back. This is why I say if you own a home or a property, get home title lock. Your home property inequity are the most valuable assets you have. By the way, there's reported 80 to 90% of your net worth of average Americans net worth is in their home and home title lock helps you protect them. Home title lock puts a 24 seven shield around your home's title. Let me repeat a 24 hour, seven day a week, 365 day shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, They help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you aren't already a victim of home title theft. Find out for free with a sign-up when you use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Bannon. And when you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. Do this today at HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. Protect yourself. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, NBC News is reporting that the attorney general out there is um, is looking into the um, uh, alternative electors. I think there were 16 in Michigan yesterday. Uh, indictments. Average age of these people were 71 or 72 years old. RNC members, GOP members, grassroots members, I think 16 of them, multiple felonies. I think it added up to, you know, I don't know, 50 or 60 years of prison. For just, they're trying to criminalize supporting President Trump at all. NBC News reporting that Fonnie Willis is well down on her thing in Georgia and now Arizona's reporting doing the same thing. I'm just saying they have they have criminalized uh, being MAGA. They've criminalized being a grassroots Republican. They've criminalized supporting President Trump. That's where we are, uh, Congressman. Uh, one o'clock today is is the hearing. There it should be very explosive with this uh, with the FBI agent coming forward. 
How do people uh, get to you, how they get information about this, your social media, your website, all of it? Because I can tell you people are clamoring for inside baseball on this situation because they're, they're looking for the, to, um, the Republicans to follow the rules but to, 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 to get very focused on this and get focused fast. So where do people go for information on you? Yeah, I'm on all the social medias. My handle is at Eric or Rep Eric Burleson, spelled B-U-R-L-I-S-O-N. I also we have a podcast. You'll like this, Steve. Myself, Eli Crane, Andy Ogles, Josh Burkeen, all freshman members of the Freedom Caucus. We have a podcast called Fresh Freedom. It's called Fresh Freedom, and it's on Those Rumble. Those are hardcore, and, right there. Yeah, so it's 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 us kind of backstage just talking about what's going on and uh, from the perspective of freshmen. How often, we'll push that hard, how often does that come out? About once every other week. Okay, perfect. Pretty good group. And you were you were invited to join the Freedom Caucus. That says a lot. As we found out yesterday, it's not easy to get into. you got to be hardcore, which we know you're a congressman, yeah. Burleson, and particularly say uh, g- give our regards to everybody in uh, Missouri in your district. We love the folks out there. We're going to be out there in mid uh, in Springfield in mid-August, I think the 16th and 17th of August, uh, with Mike Lindell at the oh, election I, summit. So we went last year, just loved it. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I would love to I'd love to see you there. I'll see you there when you come. We, we'll, we'll set it up and make sure you're there. We'll, we'll, we'll set it up. We're going to do war room nonstop while we're there. So I'd love to have you out there. Can't wait. Thank you, sir. Congressman Eric Burleson from Missouri. Um, Sound of Freedom, a couple of things, a couple of housekeeping, administrative as we call it. The administrative, the mini administrative state of the war room apparatus. Gonzo media at its best. Sound of Freedom, really, really thankful for the Trump team to put this together today. With President Trump's packed schedule, with everything that's going on, uh, and then with all the attacks on him nonstop, by the deep state and this out-of-control, really criminal uh, apparatus in the Justice Department and the FBI to carve out time. Because remember, he's the first person ever to make... He, the very first week we were there, the first executive order, and talking about the border and what we're going to do on the wall and shutting down the, 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 the border, these executive orders, the central part of the executive order was trafficking of humans, particularly women and, uh, and children for sex. In fact, I've argued, I think one of the things that uh, oversight should do immediately is, uh, is uh, are these committees, is Mays and Boebert and MTG, all of them ought to get the SARS reports, the thick file on Hunter. They said the thickest file on the SARS reports over Treasury are about the trafficking of women for sex from the Ukraine and, and Russia. They ought to bring those in. They ought to get 10, 12 of them, however many they are, and just give them an open mic, sit them down there in Congress, and let them address the nation. Let's just hear it. You see all these stories of the the fracases he's had at uh, at the uh, at the, was it the Chateau Marmont in uh, in Beverly on Sunset Strip, right? The 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 cool club for the uh, all the um, aficionados of the culture of depravity of uh, Hollywood and um, in the entertainment industry there. But let's just get him in front of an open mic and let's just do it. So the Sound of Freedom, the film set more record yesterday. is getting close to $100 million. 
Go to angel.com slash forum. Get your tickets. Take friends. If you've seen it, go again. Take people. This is building into a movement. It's one of the reasons we're having this today at Bedminster. There'll be a lot more to report on this, but there's a number of people sitting down and putting together a little more formalized apparatus to make sure we can end this epidemic. NPR is out today, too. Go full, NPR going full groomer. Oh, this movie's QAnon. This movie is the worst element in American society. They're all conspiracy theory wingnecks. Just go see the film. Just go see the film and you decide. You're an adult. Just go see it. NPR on the warpath right now about it. Sound of Freedom. Um, Alex DeGrasse. Uh, we've got some good news. Alex, you're a guy on this. And by the way, the fight for the House and the fight for control and power is already very advanced. It's just not about fundraising. The Republicans are doing very well in fundraising, very well in getting the issues focused. But there's a pregame battle, as it was last time, and you were our Sherpa that took us through this and made sure we can understand it. Uh, what is happening in Alabama? There's been legal cases, Supreme Court, state Supreme Court cases. The Supreme Court weighed in here. Uh, what is going on, and, and what particularly is happening in Alabama that looks like people may be setting things right on this? Do I not have Alex DeGrasse? Is he on mute? He may, Alex, you may be on, you may be on mute, or we just can't get it up. That's fine. We got him. Got me. Alex, you want to try that again? Yep. So okay, the I think we got him off mute. Yeah, go ahead. The Supreme Court uh, ruled that we needed new maps in Alabama. Prior to that, a three court, uh, three judge panel had brought that to the Supreme Court, and they proposed maps. There was one out of the state house, one out of the state senate, and you know, there was a lot of Democrats kind of going crazy, talking about you know picking up another seat. They were going to have some majority, multiple majority African American seats uh, that would help deliver an additional Democrat seat, possibly have waves into other seats. And if you look at that Livingston map, you know, we believe this follows the law and would be, you know, about one safe Democrat seat. So there'd be no changes. So people had to stay, take a step back, not panic. We're focused on, you know, fair legal maps that pass scrutiny. This will be challenged, of course. We expect to win in court. And that's how this is going to go down. But it takes a lot of courage to try to hold the line on this. And Alabama Republicans deserve credit for that as they work through this, because we can't cow to what's considered some of the most advanced Democrat lawfare. I mean, this is all coordinated at the top. This is their play, not just here in Alabama, but South Carolina, Louisiana. Obviously, they look to steal three to four seats in New York. They've got, you know, Ohio that we're looking at, North Carolina. So it's all over the place. It's very tough. I think Axios had the lead article a couple of days ago that these redistricting fights could decide the house. So this is very complex, like you're talking about, Steve. And people need to really hone in like we did last time and really let people know that we want fair maps. We don't want Mark Elias to be pressuring these Republicans to fold, and that would be a big problem. Okay, I just want to go through for people at home, keeping the scorecards. We're gonna spend a lot of time on this like we did in the last cycle. The, ba the battlefield map right now is Ohio, North Carolina, New York, right? And then you get down to Alabama, Louisiana, I think in South Carolina. Are there any other states right now in your mind? I mean, is that the list? Is that the universe that we'll be focused on in the, in the days and weeks ahead? Or do you think they'll expand out to, to be others? 
I think Democrats are certainly going to try to expand out in the South, but I think we feel pretty comfortable where we're at. I think that is the battleground, as you laid out, with some possibilities for more fair maps, like in North Carolina, where we expect to pick up some seats uh, now that we took control of the state court. That's the key. So you look at some of these races like we spoke about, I think, a couple of weeks ago on the show. State court systems are the most key, both on election integrity and on redistricting. And we're already preparing for the next decade's redistricting because that will be key. Coming off President Trump's victory. The state courts, the, the state courts, the state courts and particularly the state Supreme Courts, correct? This is like yeah. in Wisconsin. We had this fiasco early in the year. They are for the audience. They're two prompt. One for election integrity, to make sure Mark Elias can't pull the nonsense they pulled in Wisconsin last time. Remember that, and also for these redistricting. Go back to Alabama. Just explain it one more time for me because I'm, I'm slowing the uptake here. This map we have right now is that the map? Is that the, that is obviously the fairest map? Is that the, who put forward that map? And is that going to be the map that gets signed off on? Yeah, so the Livingston map is the state Senate map uh, that's going to the House. The state House had had put up one, too. Uh, we think this is a great legal fair map, and it's going to be signed off. It will be challenged. Uh, you know, the most competitive seat based off the Trump margins uh, is Trump by 12, I think, with Barry Moore. And look, I think if there's a plurality, African-American, it's not too majority. The lower court ruling had said you know, two majority African-Americans or close. And so, you know, I think that's what they're going with. I think they're following the legal ruling down at the lower, the state court and the Supreme Court had sort of said, hey, look, you got to just fix this. So this will run through the process, of course, but we feel good. I do want to say Wisconsin is another battleground and that's a good example of we blew it in that state uh, Supreme race and now they're kind of revisiting the maps and that will be a big fight, and they think they could sink one or two. But that's why, that's why I, wanted, I, I want to make sure that that's added to the universe because yeah. we blew it, on the, we blew it on, the, on, the, on the Supreme Court justice, and we warned people this was going to happen. That guy wasn't our number one pick, but you gotta, sometimes you've got to go with what you've got, right? And now Wisconsin, let me just reiterate this, and even Kemp, I, I agree with Kemp for the first time in my life. You got Wisconsin, um, Georgia, and Arizona – are must-haves for for 2024. It shouldn't be lost on people that they just brought the charges on these alternative electors, and uh, they're going to bring them. Looks like they're going to bring them in Georgia, and the NBC News is announcing that they are going to bring them in um, in Arizona. Remember, I was not an alternative elector guy for the simple reason is that I didn't think any state legislature would actually flip. I think they would not certify, and you still can't certify the Biden electors. It would go below 270. You kick it to the House like it lays out in the Electoral Count Act of 1887 and in the Constitution, and you would vote by state party delegation. We would win 27-23, or maybe Liz Cheney would vote against it. She was the rep from Wyoming. It was only one vote. But we, we, held, we, we controlled the state party delegations. You don't vote individually. You vote as a state party delegation and then that the majority of that controls that so these things are all i realize a little complicated but this is quite important you got to get the infrastructure and since you're the cadre this audience is the lead, tip of the tip of the spear you've got to understand this uh alex i thank you for this and we're going to have you back on often and particularly please get to me any updates we follow this very closely 
because they're trying to steal the House of Representatives before the first vote is cast. Alex DeGrasse, where do we go get information to follow you, sir? I'm at DeGrasse on Truth, Gather DeGrasse, everyone on Twitter. Thank you, Steve and the Posse. Really important to lock in on those battleground election apparatuses. Whole deal there, so thank you. Huge. Okay, the fights over the districts will be before us for the next several months, and we'll be on top of it. Okay, we're going to go out with uh, the Battle Hymn of the Republic. We're going to turn with Mark Mitchell from Rasmussen, Poland, next. Marching on, I have seen him in the watchfires of a hundred circling camps. They have builded him an altar in the evening dews and damps. I can read his right. Right now, many Americans are feel, feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to drive fire practice with your actual far, firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223 so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon when you go to itargetpro.com right now. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com and the offer code is Bannon. Offer you a choice, a choice between two worlds. Will you take the blue pill and continue living in a world where a corrupt few control everything? Or will you take the red pill and join us? What the elites don't want you to know is that there are 200,000 open committee man seats in the Republican Party. These party members are the ones who determine the future of the GOP. Let's take our country back, one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now. Okay, there were over 2,000 precinct committeemen, I think virtually all of them from this show, uh, that came to the um, ACCON, the six to 8,000 people were at ACCON over the weekend, which was the most amazing conference I've seen in a long time. Uh, that is Royce White right there in that incredible spot that's been made about the precinct committee. Uh, and people want to take action. People want to use their agency. Uh, Mark Mitchell... I think you've given a reality check with this latest poll that Rasmussen has done about the consent of the governed or even the uh, the governed's interest in how they're being governed today. Walk us through your, your the pretty shocking poll. Walk us through it. Well, thanks for not having me follow a congressman because the numbers, it would have been a little awkward. The theme that we've been hammering on is the failing trust in our institutions and leadership in D.C. is one of the places that Americans are losing trust. Uh, one of the questions we've asked many times over the years is, does the federal government today have the consent of the governed 
and only one in four American voters say yes. It's 25% and 59% say no. Not one single demographic of Americans say that the federal government has the consent of the governed, except for one demographic, and that's Joe Biden's strong supporters. And with them, it's only 47% to 34, but just across the board, Democrats, 36 to 47, Republicans, 18 to 74, and independents, 20 to 58%. And Americans don't think but, 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 that but, but, but hold on, But hold on, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <clears throat> this gets to the heart of my argument, my speech on Sunday. This is all, when people think of the federal government, they just don't think of elected officials. It's also the administrative state. No one, 25 percent, I think, because no one bought into the concept. The framers didn't have this leviathan of this permanent. It's even beyond a bureaucracy. It's an administrative state and a deep state aspect to it that's so grown. And obviously men and women who who um, hold their liberty and their freedom as paramount are not going to agree to this this uh, non-elected bureaucracy that kind of runs the country. Am I off on that? No, I think there's three pieces here. And the biggest, most salient piece is that these institutions are failing and Americans know it because the numbers that we've talked about where 64 percent of voters think that the FBI has become politically weaponized and almost 60 percent of voters agree that the stuff that the Department of Justice is doing is similar to a banana republic. Uh, you know, those are the most obvious and salient numbers. And then you look at congressional leaders and they don't have great favorability. Uh, it's not good, but it's not absolutely horrible. The issue is that for some reason they get down there and people get frustrated that nothing changes and they don't do anything. And one of these other questions supports it. Who does the average congressman listen to the most, party leaders in Congress or the voters he or she represents? And two thirds of voters think that congressmen are listening to the party leaders and not themselves. Only 19 percent think they're listening to the representatives. And again, that one's just across the board. Every single dem demographic, even the Joe Biden strong supporters, uh, think that that's the case. So there's something that happens down in D.C. when people send their leaders down there and the administrative state issues don't seem to get fixed. How does this cut to national leaders like Trump, et cetera? Are you saying that, hey, people think that this uh, it's weaponized and, and it's, it's off its, you know, the DOJ and the FBI? How does this roll to uh, affect Trump, Biden, these other national leaders, not just congressional leaders? Well, when Trump gets prosecuted, his approval ratings go up. So we just cut a video yesterday where I went in a lot of detail of Trump's latest favorability numbers. And he is right now the highest rated national politician of any party, uh, of anyone we test. He's the only one that's actually north of 50 percent with all voters. And, and that's really incredible. Even Ron DeSantis can't get above 50 percent. And he hasn't had near the negative news that, that Donald Trump has. Um, even Bobby Kennedy, I think, was only 48 or 49 percent. So nobody's up there. And of course, Trump is almost 10 points higher than Joe Biden on a daily basis. But what happened is he entered the year a little north of 50. He got indicted. It jumped up to 59 percent. And he's back down to the sort of low 50s where he probably structurally should be. So that's what happens when you indict your political opponents. It makes their favorability go up. You've done this as an exercise in what I call the fourth turning. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, that's an intellectual construct by Neil Howe and the writers that came out with the book and the concept, but we're in a fourth turning. Um, 
And that's when institutions really get questioned, and that's when institutions have to be uh, kind of redefined. Is your is this the latest in your report? Is that is is the num are the numbers you're seeing here reinforcing that that, that we have a cri- we have a crisis of our institutions here in our country? I wonder, and I looked into that concept quite a bit, and I think that actions are going to lead public opinion on this. I almost think the public opinion might kind of be topping out and in some ways reversing a little bit. So those consent of the government numbers, 25% say yes. That's actually not the lowest in our polling history. There was actually a period after Obama got elected in 2013 to 2014 where these numbers just absolutely bottomed out in the teens. Now, looking at what changed between now and then, Republicans and independents actually have kind of eased off since then, which is incredible because 80 percent of Republicans and 66 percent of independents, I think, believe there's going to be cheating in the next presidential election. I think part of the problem is there's over they're overwhelmed. They've been dealing with these issues for so long. But the biggest change there is that that question was asked back when Obama was president. And back then, Obama's strong approvers did not think that the federal government has the consent of the governed. And today, Joe Biden's strong approvers by a plurality do. So between in 10 years, that's what's happened. And, I, I, you know, again, there's another reason that almost 60 percent of voters agree that the media is truly the enemy of the people. But I think there's this sort of 30 percent of the population that is just not going to maybe wake up to this concept that things will start to fall apart potentially very quickly. Um. Mark, could you just hang on for a second? I just want to hold you quickly. I know you're busy. Just quick. It's a 90-second break. Uh, Mark Mitchell uh, from Rasmus is going to join us on the other side. Christina Bob is going to join us, one of the president's lawyers. Also have uh, breaking news on this Putin situation in Odessa about the attack on the green infrastructure. Ben Harnwell from Rome will be with us. Match Lab from CPAC. And Chadwick Moore, the biographer of Tucker Carlson. All in the next hour in the war room. Stick around. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens Better Health Promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. Pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. 
Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 